This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, what's happening to everybody? Welcome Hello. back. How are you? Good morning. What's cooking? Mm. Fish. I know. Today is it oh, this Friday? Right. The first. Oh yeah. Because yeah, oh, today's yeah. Ash Wednesday. Right? Today's yeah. Ash Wednesday. So there'll be a few today and a bunch on Friday. All of the signs are up everywhere. I've seen them. If you yeah. go through the neighborhoods, like we're close to St. Aloysius, and so they have their little signs up, and they have all the little Fridays that they're doing the fish. And then when you drive anywhere around any of like the Catholic schools, they're like fish fry. Yeah. Here we go. And, of course, everyone has the best. Right. Uh, we, we have no practicing Catholics in the room? That is correct. Tim, kind I was of. I was baptized. Ca- or was I baptized Catholic? Yes, I was <laughs> baptized Catholic and then everything else Lutheran. So oh. in the eyes of the Catholic Church, I am. But I, you know, couldn't tell right. you much. I do enjoy. I'm a practicing Catholic during the fish fry season. Same. Yeah. I enjoy going to the fish fries. I think the competition is in the sides, isn't it? Because you can't say who's, so. you know, the, the fish sandwiches are probably all pretty much on par with each other. But well, they've been stepping it up. A lot of shrimp yeah. now, a lot of salmon. Oh, if yeah. they want like a more healthier choice. Well, Do they have are, options other than fried? Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. And some people aren't only doing fried. Like yeah. they'll do like a baked cod. Or a blackened or, or something. Yep. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. A lot of options what out there. What do you there. know? All right, well, coming up, uh, we got some e-news stuff to cover as well. Paul Rudd uh, really doesn't want to take pictures with your kids, FYI, and we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, also, should Will Smith be joking about the Oscar slap? That mm. plus Sean Mendez dating a much older woman? Much older. Whoa. Lots to get you caught up on. The first e-news of the day is coming up next, but first, Denise has your traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. More I than, don't know. More than pancake day, yes. Oh, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I'm a pancake girl. I'm right there with you. <laughs> if I had a margarita in here, I would care. Yeah, Sounds right. good. So we've got, uh, let's see, Sean Mendez possibly dating an older woman. Older woman. And Will Smith joking about the Oscar slap. So we've got a handful of things to get to here shortly. But first, let's begin this hour's news with Paul Rudd this morning. Yeah, this is kind of fun. Jonathan Majors plays the villain in both Creed Three, a boxing movie, and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. 
meaning he has had to fight with both Michael B. Jordan and Paul Rudd. So he was asked the question, which of these two men hits harder? Oh. And, you know, who would you think? You would think it would be the boxer, right? Yeah, you think Michael B. Jordan. Big, right. beefy Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. He said, Mike hits harder, Mike hits hard. However, he says, I think Paul Rudd hits in softer spots, which hurts more. Oh. Ah. So, yeah. Paul Rudd hits smarter, not harder. Yeah. So, Paul, speaking of Paul, I mean, he seems like such a nice guy, right? Nice guy. But he does not want to take any pictures with your children. No? Well, at least not your really young ones who don't even know what's going on. Oh. He says... <laughs> it's Ant-Man. Get in the picture. Yeah. What? He says, I always think this poor kid, this kid doesn't want to take a picture with me. Not only does he have no clue who I am, even if he did, he, he'd clearly rather be doing something else. Yeah, but they'll think it's so cool when they get older. When they They're get like, older, right. Oh, my God, you got me a picture with Ant-Man? Yeah, yeah. He's like, so just let him go. So my heart goes out to the kids that get kind of pushed into taking pictures with me. I wonder yeah. if he ever has any that if he's, I wonder if he takes pictures when he's in his Ant-Man costume, which would be done because you can't even see his face. So... I, you know how kids get scared of of mascots and the Easter Bunny and yes. Santa Claus. I wonder if they also get scared of superheroes sometimes. Probably. Yeah, maybe. I know a lot of people, when I was, used to work at the Reds Rally Pack, some of the kids would be afraid of Mr. Red or Mr. Red Legs because yeah. the baseball head yes, is just is big. so massive. It is a big head. I think they get mm. a little scared. Yep. Uh, so coming up, we're going to talk about uh, Will Smith and Sean Mendez. Plus, is it about time for Stranger Things to end? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, weather-wise, we got some rain out there this morning. And gusty winds are a strong possibility especially this afternoon. In fact, they posted a wind advisory with gusts expected up to 40 miles an hour. And then after 6 p.m., your rain and thunderstorm chances return. See a high around 70 today, guys. Wow. I'm in. Right now, 41 here at Cincinnati's Q102. So is it too soon for Will Smith to be joking about the Oscar slap? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) I think so. Well, he doesn't think so. He posted a split-screen TikTok the other day, and he's listening intently to a woman talk about how you can ask inanimate objects what they think of you. She says, do you know that you can pick any object, look at it, and ask it what it thinks of you, and you will get an answer in your mind from your intuition? At this point, Will picks up his Oscar, and just as he's about to speak, the video ends. Oh. Now, some people call it a flex because he's showing off his Oscar. Others praised Will for being able to laugh at himself, but not everyone approved. One person said, yes, he was real funny when he assaulted Chris. Yeah. I don't know. Do you That's take- kind of how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he should be joking about it at all. I think I before just- he can joke, he needs to have like a, sorry about that, I was a jerk. Statement. Well, he did kind of do that last mm, year. Did he, though? A little. I mean, a, a baby a, yeah. one. A baby one. Right. I, do you want to see him and Chris like hug it out? Yeah, 
and then you can joke about it. Or let Chris Rock joke about it with you being there. Something like that, yeah. And mm-hmm. you guys hug it out, and then we can all move forward together. Right, right. <laughs> we need all the validations. There so I go. wonder what Chris Rock is, is saying in his act now about that. Has he incorporated? He was here with Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider, what was that, the three weeks ago? And I didn't hear anybody say that he made any jokes about it, but maybe he did. Nobody said anything? No. I bet of. he does a whole, I bet he's preparing like a whole one-hour special. Whole thing on yeah. Oh, <laughs> he has to. I mean, Netflix has to be taking advantage of this opportunity. It's going to be him and Dave Chappelle. A two-hour Netflix special. Something like that has yes. hap- got to be happening. Well, David Harbour thinks it's time for Stranger Things to end. And uh, if you're living under a rock and you don't know who David Harbour is, he plays Jim Hopper on Stranger Things, which is like the, the biggest television show, I think the biggest streaming show on Netflix ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was being interviewed by discussing film and he said you know we're almost nine years from filming the first season and i just think it's time for it to end but it is of course very bittersweet i mean there's a sadness there but also we've all grown up yeah especially the kids like if you think about those kids how old were they when they had season one maybe eight nine (laughs) yeah about that. that right i mean they were young so he said, I just think it's time for us to leave that nest and maybe try other things and different projects and to, to let the Duffer brothers try different things as well. I mean, those guys are so talented. I re- I'd like to see what they come up with next. Yeah. I also would like to see, see that show end. I st- <laughs> Is the story run its course? Is there anywhere left for them to go? Is it still I mean, compelling television? I dipped out around season four because I just was like, okay, more aliens. Right. More, you know what I mean? Yeah. Scary, creepy, violent. People like it. Yeah, the aliens definitely take a more violent. Prominent role. Yeah, but they're also, like, scarier. When they start out in the first season, it's, like, kind of scary when they're walking through all the goop. Yeah. And then the alien gets progressively scarier to me. I ducked out after episode four. (laughs) And I was like, I don't get it. Well, it was that show that I couldn't quit. It was very lost for me because I had to figure out, like... It was all a dream. What happens? And where are they? And her nose was bleeding again. And that kid was saying something else. Like, what's going on? I'm not going to be able to rest until I'm caught up on Yellowstone. I'm getting there. Oh. What season are you on now? Uh, four. Okay. We are in four. Just take your time. Because we've started the first half of season five. And I'm like... Oh. Are you exhausted? Are you, yes. uh, what is it? Are you tired? Are you tired? Is it sad? Is it no awful? It's just, to me, it feels like this past season is just so dramatic. It's so because four drama. is starting off a little slow. Like it's obviously building to something. Yeah, because like, right now it's just kind of like there's da, all da, these da, politics da, 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 da. involved, and they're even more mean now to Jamie than ever. You know, it's just bah. <laughs> you want to see? You want to see the, the the needle move? I want to get back to the ranching. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Any you good music that. from uh, Kate Bush in the Yellowstone? No, it's okay. Laney Wilson. Okay. It's the Laney Wilson show. Uh, have any of you been watching Iggy Azalea on OnlyFans? I have no. not. No, but I hear she's making <laughs> bank. Huge. 
huge bank. She's got a great booty, though. I can she, only imagine oh, what's she, happening there. Well, it only started in January. She charges 25 bucks a month, says she's making a ton of money. Will not say exactly how much, though. Emily Ratajkowski's podcast, High Low with M. Rada. She was on it on Monday. And she does say that she shares nudity on the platform. Really? I sat on OnlyFans. I thought about that for about like four or five months, actually. And I will show my breasts or show nudity or I don't really have a problem with being like overtly sexual when I'm in control of it or I feel that it has artistic merit. Wait, so are you posting nudes? Yes, there's boobs and I am naked. Yeah, I'm naked. I'm making so much money that I won't even say how much it is. That's so sick. <laughs> I know, right? She opened for Pitbull last summer, Iggy Azalea did, and it was the first time that I actually saw her perform, and she's awesome. Really good. Yeah, yeah so I can only imagine that she's got such a big following on there if she's getting naked and dancing around. Yeah, she says, every platform is so censored, so it makes sense to use this one. It's a way of doing something for myself that I don't have to compromise on. Wow. Says so she gets a lot of direct messages from men. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Now... Britney Spears was showing her boobs there for a while on Instagram, wasn't it? Like she just barely would would cover it up. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah, I mean, it was pretty, I would say, like walking the line, you know? Oh, totally. Especially like when she was rolling around on the beach and she just would be naked and she would be holding her boobs, but put a peach like on her butt. She is really scaring a lot of her fans currently, though. Yeah. So once again, I got to ask. Talking about Britney Spears, is she just having fun or is she having a breakdown before our very eyes? Because in her latest Instagram, you know, you and I, we both get those TMZ alerts. And This was yesterday this came down right. from her. I also follow her on the gram so I can see what she's doing. And in her latest Instagram, she's showing off dresses and she's moving them toward the camera like it's in 3D. And she's speaking with an accent, which I think is actually pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then she's like running past the camera telling us, well, here, I'm just going to take a listen. And this is going to sound edited. It's It's not. not. Okay. It, It is exactly as she posted it, which she, this is her edit job. Okay. So last week, guys, I made a dress. It's really proud. A girlfriend helped me sew it. They sent me a dress I didn't have to make myself. I can't believe it. I'm just saying. Okay, now I'm so proud. I didn't even have to make it myself. Thank you, company, for sending me this dress. So, guys, I just want you to know if I shut down my Instagram, do not call the cops. Don't ever be a roller coaster. Never be a roller coaster. And she's like zooming across yeah. the room. She's running back and forth, very erratic. And it's almost as if like my first thought was, okay, she's trying to get a rise out of people. Like now she's just messing with us. Yeah. She is, I think. But I also think that there is some concern there because while you were gone in France, we talked a little bit about how her friends wanted to sit down and have somewhat of an intervention with her. Yeah, but then someone shut her down <laughs> in her sh- camp. Well, correct. who did that? I don't, maybe her husband. I don't know. That's what well, was my first thought. But then over the weekend, her and her husband and like her um, agent were all out at Nobu and she had glasses, like dark glasses on. She was having a good time. Totally Just chill. had dinner. Totally chill. Yeah. And then this. Hmm. I don't know. I worry. Showbiz. You you wanted a free Britney. But I get worried because I just feel like when there's smoke, there's fire. And she just has a a lot of things. She's smoky. I think there's so much we don't see. But I do 100% 
believe that she is in charge of this Instagram. I do not think anyone is doing that. I think she 100% has free reign over everything that is going there. Because sometimes, especially like with a video like that, you'll read the text that she types yeah. and, and it seems perfectly... You know, yeah, like it says, coherent. Stay, stay humble out there, y'all. Hi, mommy and daddy. I'm a star now. Have you heard? Carry on, peeps. And that's like what it says while she's doing all of the behavior with the videos mm-hmm. and running around and the accents and right. It's it's she's just all over the place. Mm. Maybe she's mm. bored. Mm. Hey, speaking of bored, what do you do when you got a successful music career and you're bored and you want to branch out and do other things? Are you talking about Sean Mendez or no. somebody else? No, I'm talking about another mystery artist. See if you can identify. See if you can identify this singer. Jingly dead makes the tongue tingle. One more time. Okay. Jingly dead makes the tongue tingle. Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran. Ah, you were right, Ed Sheeran. It's, I was going to say it sounds like a someone British. A Brit. Yeah. That is Ed Sheeran's jingle for his new hot sauce. Ed Sheeran now has his own hot sauce. He's a big condiment fan. He is. He yeah. loves ketchup. Remember how much he loves right. Heinz ketchup? That was the first interview I think I ever saw of him when he was walking down the beach in like northern England or something. And he goes and he gets a bag of fish and chips and he just drowns it in ketchup. Here he is talking about his own hot sauce, though. It's called Tingly Ted. And he plays glasses to the jingle. I love my food. That's no secret. But the older I get, the more I need spice. So we've developed a hot sauce called Tingly Tets. I've developed this over time with some expert hot sauce makers. We've basically whittled it down to the best flavors, the best chilies. I wanted it the same consistency as ketchup. And I wanted something that took pride of place on the shelf or in the fridge that didn't just get relegated to the cupboard with all the other hot sauces. I love it. I carry it in my suitcase wherever I go. I have it on breakfast. I have it on lunch. I have it on dinner, I have it on after show food, I have it on snacks. You can have it with anything, literally anything, except maybe not bananas. Don't don't do bananas. Can't wait to bring it out. I hope you guys like it. Oh, and also I have written a theme tune. Check it out. The jingle sounds familiar, like he ripped it off from something else. Doesn't that sound like something you've heard before somewhere? No, or does no. it sound totally original to you? It sounds original to me. Yeah. I hope it is for Ed's sake. He doesn't need another lawsuit. Oh, yeah, that's right. After the Bob Marley incident. <laughs> anyway, you brought up Sean Mendes. I did. He was spotted on a hike Monday in L.A. with his girlfriend. Now, Sean is 24. His girlfriend is a doctor. Her name is Jocelyn Miranda. And fans have kind of been on to them since they were seen having lunch last year. There is no official confirmation that they're a couple. Now, Dr. Miranda has a lot of famous patients. You can see that if you peruse her Instagram. And Sean either is or was one of them. There is the possibility that they're just in a professional relationship, but they do look kind of cozy. have been spotted together quite a few times. Again, Sean is 24. Dr. Jocelyn Miranda is 51. Wow. wow. They look like they could be brother and sister. She's helping him find himself. You think so? She doesn't look 51. No, she no, does. she does not. <laughs> she looks like she's 31. I know. I could see how you'd make that mistake. I'll yeah. put the picture up on the Q&A2 Facebook page. You guys can check it out. All right. They look pretty hot.
That is your latest C News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a $50 gift card from Burns Garden Center and a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Tiana. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Good, and you? Great. Fantastic. Got your headlines here. Pick the real one. We're going to get you a gift card to Burns Garden Center and a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Home and Garden Show, okay? Awesome. All right. So is it a man goes viral with video of him using every public bathroom in Cleveland? Is it B, woman sets world record for kissing frogs, 3,715 in one hour? Or C, a man set a record by going to Disneyland 2,995 days in a row? I'm going to say B. No, it's not B. Oh, man. It's Disneyland. Oh, really? And I sure hope he had like an annual pass or something. Do they sell annual passes? Because my God, that'd be expensive. They do. And he better be a kajillionaire because that is expensive. (laughs) Pricey. Very. Yeah, there are people who who love Disneyland and people who hate Disneyland Hmm. and people who like it once in a while. But after an exhausting 12 hours at the park, they're they're good for a year it's, or five. It's a long day. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on what time of year you're going. You know, he went every month. Yeah, this 50-year-old guy by the name of Jeff Reitz, who just earned a Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland. I assume that's Anaheim, California, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. uh, He visited Disneyland 2,995 days in a row. So that's... Eight years, three months, and 13 days in a row visiting Disneyland. Oh, my word. His run stretched from 2012 to 2020. His last visit was March 13th, uh, the last day the park was open before closing for the COVID-19 pandemic. He was trying to make it to 3,000, and he was only five days away. Wow, so close. Yeah. But he struggled a bit during the pandemic and decided to make changes in his life. And one of them was to stop the streak and just move on. Jeff's record, though, was certified by Guinness. And he says he'd love to return to Disneyland and show it off. But he just hasn't decided on a uh, return date yet. This is him talking about it when he was in the middle of breaking the record. You know, this is going to probably end up in even Guinness World Records, and that wasn't even something when this first started that was planned. I come in the evening. As long as you're in the gate before closing, you're good to go. It brings back reflection along with looking to the future, and kind of like what Walt had planned out. Yeah, right before the pandemic closure, uh, it was unclear how long the park would be closed. It wouldn't reopen it turned out for another 13 months uh but yeah jeff became a bit of a disney celebrity during his run he he posted a lot on social media and people would be excited to see him at the park and uh, disney gave him some love as well but after eight years it was definitely time for him to find something new or (laughs) or maybe you know like get a job and be paid to be there Yeah, yeah why didn't he just work there also, maybe how I want to know how much money he has spent on dining there. You know, like did he eat while he was there? Because that's an expensive part of yeah, going to Disney. I don't, I don't know. Or did he just walk in and walk out? Grabbed a pic with Goofy. And, yeah, and then just dipped. 
Yeah. Good question. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what is something that you did out of habit for a while? You know, maybe a place that you went to every single day or a food you had every single day or a TV show that you had already watched it from start to end. Maybe a show that's not even on the air anymore, but you you watched the entire series over and over and over again. I know you, you kind of did that with The Office. Yeah, we go through spurts of putting that on. Haven't had it on in a while, but. I went, I went through a thing where I got sucked into old classic What's My Line game show episodes oh on the game show network. <laughs> that network, this I'm telling like you. This was like years ago. It just sucked me in and I couldn't stop watching it. I found it thoroughly entertaining. With Greg yeah. and Ryan. Yeah. Well, and those show. I mean, it, they just keep, there's another episode and then another episode on that channel and then another episode. It just feels like it never ends. Yeah. Like, when do you get up and walk away? Especially if they have like a game where there's a family. If it's a family feud, and you know they've already won, and that now they're the champions, and they're back. You got to see what happens going. next. Well, what's my line was on for my. I want to say it was like 1954 through like the mid 70s, and that's like a guessing game, right? They give you clues as to what your job is, and you have to guess. Yeah. So uh, a guy walks. Okay, so you got a panel, and then you have the host. And the host brings out a, a mystery guest. Mm-hmm. The panel is all blindfolded, so they don't know who just walked out. Okay. And is it somebody famous or could be just any somebody, Joe Blow? Someone notable or it could just be someone who has a unique job. Okay. So they come out and, uh, and so the audience is in on it. They write their name and maybe what their occupation is on, on a blackboard so that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's who that guy is. Okay. That's what he does. And then he sits down next to the host and then the host says, all right, uh, Jen, you can ask the first question. Okay. And so you you each kind of <laughs> go down yes, the line. And are they yes, no questions only, or are they? They are. Okay, I so they're yes, they are. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. So I would say, so do you work in the movie industry? No. But w- the panelists get better over time because they would be like, do you work do you um does your job have to do with the tangible object or mm. you know they kind of like start from the outer and then they kind of work there do you work in the entertainment industry and if the answer is yes then they start zeroing in on that gotcha so it's really cool watching them yeah. do that and the fact that these shows aired in the 50s it's still kind of timeless yeah it's, it's still really interesting because those jobs still exist those jobs yeah. still exist and those celebrities hearing them try to figure out who the celebrity is or or what they did and sometimes and, the, and these panelists were smart because if it happened to be a celebrity who was doing a broadway show or was in town promoting something because they just had a movie come out like they were plugged into the gossip pages what was happening in pop culture. So they would mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, are you part of the new Broadway show that's opening around the corner at the blah, blah, blah theater? <laughs> Why, right you are. You win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But funny. for each, for each uh, uh, no, I guess, like the contestant would get five bucks or something like that. So, gotcha. you know, okay. the more they stumped them, the more money they made. And then eventually it got to a point where they ran out of time and they had to take their blindfolds on. And then there was the, oh, it's oh, you yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> When I worked at Wendy's, we would have people come through every single day and eat the same thing every single day. Well, Jeff knows even, every Duncan worker in right. the town. But even I on do. the weekend, family they would come. And I got to the <laughs> point where I would be able to finish their order down to what they wanted on their number one. 
Like you would just know who they are. You hear their voice and you know what time yeah. of day it or is. Or they would start. Oh, here comes that tan Buick. I or know they that. would yeah. start the order with, I'll take a number one. And I'd be like, lettuce, pickle, onion, tomato, <laughs> the diet. Yep. You know, 472, pull on around. Okay, wow. so this is really funny. I walked into a liquor store yesterday. And uh, I'm, I'm looking at the different scotches, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and all of a sudden I hear a voice that says, you know, every time you come in here, you end up getting the same thing. We all know you're going to get a Macallan 12. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's sad. It's not that sad. No, but. Are you there every week? Yeah, that it depends on yeah, how frequently he's going. <laughs> right. Um, no, somebody get, so I don't even, oh, I know how this happened. So a couple of months ago. I was looking, uh, so that, so, okay, so typically I usually get the same scotch. Uh-huh. There's this other brand. I was looking for something different, and I found this new, what appeared to be a limited edition, oh, like God. commemorative edition. you got to try that. Scotch, and it, it was a Glenlivet 18. I'd never seen anything like that. Oh. I'd never had an an 18-year-age scotch and in was my it, life. was it pretty pricey? Because sometimes that's like almost an added temptation. If it's a limited edition and it's it's kind of pricey, then you know it's really special. I thought it would be, but I looked at the price, and the price tag was actually less than what I typically spend oh. for my regular. So I said, oh, I'm going to buy this. Let's uh-huh. try it. Let's see. And I take it home, and it was fantastic. Wow. I loved it. And so uh, I forget about it, and, you know, we go to Paris or whatever, and then we come back, and then I, I had it the other night. I'm like, wow, this is really good, but I'm just about out. So I go to the liquor store to get some more, and the price tag on it is $150. Whoa. Wow. And he goes, yeah, it's always been that. So evidently, <laughs> when I bought it the first time. You bought so much other stuff you didn't know? I bought so much other stuff I didn't know because I bought her a bunch. I got her like a case of wine, oh, and I got her some funny. bourbon. I made like a big liquor run. And the price tag must have been in the wrong place, so uh-huh. I thought I was paying a lot less than I really oh, did. Oh, wow, that's funny. And I and I, she comes home, she goes, how much was it? I go, it was like $500 worth of stuff. <laughs> and I was like, you get a lot of wine. Yeah, you need to cut back, lady. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, so that was. That's funny. Oops, so did you buy another bottle? No. No. No, that's You couldn't ridiculous. bring yourself to it. It was crazy. Yeah, because no. how many glasses do you get out of that one bottle? I don't even know. Yeah. Not enough. Because <laughs> yeah. you want to, you know, makes you curious how much it is per drink. Right. See, that's how you got to do when it's a big purchase like that. You got to start doing math to rationalize it. Because if you were, say you got 15 glasses out of that one bottle, that's 10 bucks a drink. You'd pay that in a bar or a restaurant. Yeah, and do you want to share that with friends who come over and drink like fishes? No, no. you're gonna hide it. Yes, when they come over. <laughs> what you need to do is I don't you, like have, you anywhere near my good stuff. You have Kristen drive to the liquor store, but she gives you a couple of glasses of scotch before you go. Oh, that's a bad <laughs> idea. And then you're there, and yeah, then you're there, I want that one. And you're oh, like, God. yeah, I'll take two number twos. Uh, that number seven over there. Well, people who drink bourbon, they pro- I mean, they're they're like some of these guys are aficionados. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, have yeah. you tried the new single barrel limited edition Eagle Rare? No, no. but I'm going to today. Okay. <laughs> that happened to us on the bourbon trail when I took my boyfriend for his birthday last November. We hired like a tour company, like a a car to come and pick us up. And so we went to like five different places. We were being very responsible. We had lunch. But, you know, once you start sampling, 
and you're on like place number four. Yeah. And he's up there buying two bottles, and I'm like, I want this sweatshirt. And yeah. it's like a $90 sweatshirt. Right. I didn't even know it cost $90 till I wore it like last week. And he told me that. He was like, totally. You know, that was like 90 bucks. I'm like, What? <laughs> I never would have bought this. That's he's really like, funny. But you had to have it that day. That's funny. I said, Yeah, but you were buying all these things, and I wasn't getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have something. That's so sure, so you I did. got this sweatshirt. That oh, says bourbon funny. on it for ninety dollars. Oh, Thank you. I bet it's a high quality sweatshirt. It though. was. Yeah, it's nice. It was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so if you wear it nine times, it's only ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars to wear, exactly. Yeah. But she'll wear it way I'll more wait, than nine. Yes, absolutely. But nine will be the goal as long as you do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, it's seven twenty-five with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. How would you kill a zombie? Boom. Also, the four-day work week could become a reality. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of February. It's 2-22-23. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, the reason I brought up the zombies thing is because zombies have been trending because of a popular HBO show, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And a new poll found that over half of Americans think they know how they would kill a zombie, how to kill, like, effectively kill a zombie. Now, see, I haven't watched any of the zombie shows. I didn't watch The Walking Dead. Uh, I'm not watching this one. So my guess, as, as someone who is uneducated in the arena, uh-huh. what I would use is a flamethrower. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I would just torch them. I believe they did do a little of that on Walking Dead. I watched the first, I don't know, 19 seasons of that show. Yeah. I'm exaggerating, (laughs) but it seems to keep going. It felt like it. Um, But you could stab them in the head. You could cut them in the head. You could cut their head off. Okay. Or you could... You could burn them, but I think the most effective was in the head. Just stab them in the head. They have to be burned? Like, I mean, I, I mean, so. how do you kill, like, they can't. Like, if you just shoot them in the chest, them, they're they, not dead, right? They no, just gotta, keep coming at it you, It had right? to do with the head, something with the oh. head. You stab them in the head, and it would make a squishy noise, and then they'd fall down. Yee. So those are the only the Walking Dead zombies. Yeah. I think it's different, isn't it, in every zombie show, probably, how those particular zombies, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure there's universal law there. And, you know, zombie depictions go back to, like, black and white movies from, like, the 50s and Forever. 60s. They've been doing it a while. Uh, 53% of people say, though, that they know how to kill a zombie. Okay. The other 47% don't. So they're definitely future zombies. But here are some stats from the poll. 24% of us do not think it's weird to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. I don't know if I would ever say that I prepare for anything like that, but I just wouldn't be shocked if it happened. Yeah, I'm not preparing for that. I'm going to run from them and let you guys handle it. When you kill them all, you come to my house. I'll be in my bourbon. And you'll cook for us. In our bourbon bunker <laughs> making all the stews. Yeah. <laughs> and of those Whatever. people, like more than one out of ten, though, are convinced. Like, for real, this is not we a joke. It. They legit think there will be one someday. And of those people, 70% of them think it'll happen at some point in the next 30 years. Wow, so soon. Yeah. Hmm. So the top weapons we'd want to have, according to the poll, a shotgun, a handgun, a bat, a machete, a machete, machete. and a crossbow. 
Sword, axe, knife, and grenade also made the top ten. Thank God Jen has a flamethrower on hand. I'm telling that to me just seems like the most practical logical, thing, sure. logical thing well, to have. If you have one, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, can't you just get one at Home Here's Depot? Here's the thing, Jen. Though, <laughs> when you, when it's you and Ask some your other, ex. <laughs> it's you and some guy living in a camper in the woods for 11 years trying right? to fight off zombies. How much gas do you have? Oh yeah, oh, you might gosh. run. Dude, they they don't have electric. Rechargeable. No, the world's ending. <laughs> That's my question, though. Are you actively fighting them, or are you just killing them if they approach you? And are you hunting or are you correct. defending? Yes, a little bit of both. Like would if be a you're good living in your system. trailer, yeah. I, I just want to defend. I'm not attacking. So what you do is you put a barbed wire perimeter around your property, yeah. with noisemakers on it. So okay. when you when they walk into lights. it, when they walk into it, you get a warning and you can go get it. Now, him. can zombies come out in the day? Yeah. yeah okay, because they're, so they're not Why? like vampires. Oh, I thought they were like vampires. They can come out in the day. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Any so you'll see them coming. Any time of day. All right. Yeah. See, why can't it just be like a garlic clove? And maybe a silver bullet, and you have a great day, like a vampire. Now, here's a question. If a loved one got turned into a zombie... Oh, I don't like this question. Would you take them out? Yep. No. Two Are they thirds, attacking me? Well, they're zombies, so they're gonna... They can't help it. If they lay eyes it's, on you, they're coming after you. You, you. There's no way to negotiate a peaceful living I, arrangement I, I with, don't a, think you with zombies. I don't think you communicate with them because i would rather you know for me it's like i would almost treat zombies like snakes you know as long as this is my area here is your area you stay over there just do your thing and i don't think it works out that way with zombies no i don't think so two-thirds said yes they would they would take out a loved one if if their loved one turned because it's not their loved one anymore well, right. because, yeah, you're dead except for the zombie part. And and that was like a recurring regular theme on that, that comes up on these zombie shows. And of it's course. heartbreaking, of course, yeah. you know. Uh, which states are most prepared for a zombie apocalypse? Study looked at zombie-related Google searches per capita, <laughs> and the most prepared states in the U.S. are Wyoming, Alaska, Vermont, and the Dakotas. Of course. <laughs> Least prepared are California. Yeah. <laughs> It's because the Yellowstone Ranch is in Montana. They're coming. They're get. I'm going there. Yeah, they got gunfire. Right. For gun sure. I've seen some of those things Rip can do. Okay, Oof. coming up, we're going to talk about the four-day work week experiment. Uh, the results are in. This was an extensive experiment, and we're going to tell you what they found and whether or not this could, in fact, become a reality next. Plus, secret sound. We're going to have a special audio clue for you Mm -hmm. at 740. But first, let's check the roads. We have Denise Johnson now with your latest traffic. Things we talked about this morning, zombies are getting the most feedback. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's a lot of people out there, luckily, that know what to do. Yes. Nicole says, uh, I'm not staying with Jen when the zombies come. I wouldn't survive. Uh, Amanda, you know, the CDC, she reminded me, and this is true. I remember when this happened. She said the Centers for Disease Control put together a zombie apocalypse uh, checklist because you got to be prepared for everything. Yeah. And so they uh, actually have a zombie preparedness list. Thanks, CDC. Coming up at 740, (laughs) Secret Sound. We got a special clue we're going to share with you. They were ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
the push to make a four-day work week the standard has really picked up steam in recent years. You hear a lot of people talking about it, making the case for it, some arguing that, you know, oh, so I know someone who tried it at this company, and it, it showed that uh, productivity actually doubled what or whatnot, and other people saying not so much. So they did like a big, huge study. Okay. It was uh, the large, the world's largest four-day workweek pilot program, and it just wrapped up. It took place over six months in the UK, but it involved researchers from around the globe. I mean, Boston College was in on this, the University of Cambridge. Big ones. 61 major companies participated with nearly 3,000 employees. So this was a big this study. This is big, yeah. And they allowed the companies to kind of choose how they structured it. Like you could give an extra day off per week or reduce the working days in a year to average out to 32 hours a week. So it it wasn't even 40 hours crammed into four days. You could cut it any way you wanted to. The only requirement was that they could not cut salaries or benefits. And the workers would get 100% of their pay. And in exchange, they would deliver 100% of their usual work. Okay. In the end, the four-day work week was a resounding success. As we knew it would be. Mm-hmm. For employees no and employers. We've been talking about this and saying how it mm-hmm. would work forever. Well, you look at it on paper, like four-day work week, what, what's that going to do to productivity? Yeah. And it wasn't just about less working hours for the same money. 15% of the employees who participated said no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week. Now, the workers reported a lot of benefits, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reported better sleep, lower stress levels, sure, healthier personal lives. That makes sense. Mental health. Mm-hmm. They spent more time with their kids, their families, Got more done around the house, spent more time with friends. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. All of these are wonderful benefits. That's not surprising. No. Talk when you talk about a four day work week. That's great news. What surprised me was that the companies reported that that their revenue stayed broadly the same during that six month trial, but went up thirty five percent on average when compared with a similar period wow. from previous years. That's a big jump. Did you say up? 35%? On average. Wow. During the same period from previous years. I am in. They also dealt with less turnover. They dealt with fewer sick days, less worker burnout. That makes sense because you probably wouldn't call in sick if you were only working four days. You would feel like you could power through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they were very happy with the employees' performance. So out of the 61 companies that participated in this study, 92% of them said, we're just going to keep doing it. We, we like this. We like Isn't these results. Amazing? Did it matter what day they took off? Like, did they all agree, like, on Monday or Friday or Wednesday? Or It does not say. Here. I was curious. Like, I wonder, because for me, I feel like I would enjoy being off an extra Monday. But it might also be nice to work Monday, Tuesday, have a break on Wednesday. Break it up a little bit. Thursday, Friday, you know? Well, they allowed these companies, keep in mind, there were 61 companies, and they said, you know, you can you, you can skin this apple want. any way you want. Yeah. How but would we do can, it? 
How would we do it? How would you? I don't. I the general come consensus up with a plan. seems to be like Monday. Monday. Okay. If, so then, what would happen on the air six option. to ten a.m. on Mondays? Would we Mark pre-record stuff? No. Would we? Would we pre-record stuff that just played? Or no, you would have you would have a, a designated person on a, Mondays. Like a, it would be a weekend schedule. Oh, what we could do is this. What if like like you two worked on one day and then Tim and I worked on the other. Like we, since there's four of us, we could split it up where you two would be gone and then Tim and I could take off Friday. I mean, I want to be off Monday. But but you see, then the problem would be the four of us would only be together three days a week. But that's so okay. that, that I'm don't okay be a fun. Okay. <laughs> or we could rotate, you know, we could rotate who does what. We could be on the A, B, C, D, E schedule or whatever. And then Jen would be an A and the A's report on this day. Listen, <laughs> we'd figure it out. There's a couple of ways you could do this, but like Jen and I could just solo it together. It'd just be you and me like on Monday, you know, and then we'd all be together Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then We're Tim and Fridge could Friday. have like a fun Friday show. Yeah. Okay. Because I honestly want to work Friday. For me, it's so fun because we usually have a good time. We're way, we're kind of like, what is it, like airheady? We do mom pop spot, which yeah. is always fun. We're kind of like airheady because the whole week is finally right. catching up to us and our mouth is just open. And we just and laugh like, at Bleh. everything. Yeah. Yes. Fun Friday show. Yeah. But then you and me, like, by the time, I mean, Thursdays are the day that the week kind of hits me where I'm like, all right, I'm starting to drag. I'm about yeah. ready for the weekend. And yeah. So it'd be perfect because then Thursday would be our Friday. I know. But you see, I would rather have Mondays off. Me too. Because Jacob is at his dad's on oh, Monday. Oh, so then you would get the oh, okay, full gotcha. day. Yeah. If I'm, I'm still getting up at. If see, I'm that's good. You two Friday. take Monday. Okay. okay. And Tim and I will do Fridays. <laughs> okay. And then our Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be the business shows where we have to get all of the stuff done. Okay. And we have to stay on the air till noon, though. That's the thing. So the if, day is longer. If Jen and I are going to do Friday, then we're going to call it Phone It In Friday. There we go. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> similar to the Fridays that we've been producing yeah, for you for years. Yeah, here. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jess is looking for a second date update this morning with a guy named Davis. Hi, Jess. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I am. Um, well, I wish I was doing better. I wish I had a second date, but besides that, I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh, I like this. Now, is this the first time you've ever been ghosted? Oh yes. Well, okay. Well, I've been ghosted like on apps and stuff, but I don't feel like that really counts. Like this is my first like in person ghosting. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, I is this I, somebody you legit want to see again, or are you just a little miffed or curious as to why no, they ghosted? No, I legit want to see him again. I like really felt like, you know, those people you just meet and you know they're important to you. That's how I felt about him. So it's not like I'm. I mean, I am upset and concerned, and also like. My ego's crushed that he's ghosted me, but I'm yeah. like, it's worth it for me to find out what's going on because I just felt such a connection with him. Wow, that's great. Okay, in one date. Yeah, I mean, no, it was like a, I mean, it was a good date though. It wasn't just like one date. I mean, it was like a, I don't know, like it was just such like a perfect night. Like honestly, I like I know it sounds super emotional, but like it was like the most perfect night of my life. I just felt like we just had this like really intense connection and chemistry. And honestly, everything was just a fit. Like it just felt really perfect, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you meet him? I met him on Tinder. Okay. So <laughs> like I know low expectations going in. Yeah. And like we chatted like on the app for a little bit. 
and we met a couple of days later for like dinner and drinks and like we went to this restaurant and honestly we just were there for like over four hours just talking and laughing and like I don't know like he would do these things like he showed me these pictures of like his family and his cat and would like talk about like the future be like oh they're gonna love you and like you know, it would, like, say places that we need to visit, like, really, like, romantic places, like, hiking in Peru and, like, Christmas in France. Wow. I don't know, it just, no, I know. Like, I felt like I was being pretty paced, and I felt like, I mean, obviously, I liked him, but I felt he was the one that was, like, pushing, propelling us, which is why I hopped on the train, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to come in and, like, say those things, but the fact You're not going to come in and say, take me to France for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't, like, really initiating. I was, I mean, I was obviously engaged. I liked him a lot. But anything that was, like, forward movement and, like, talking about the future was all him. I mean, but he was also really, like, encouraging. Like, not encouraging, but, like, really excited about it. You know, he was, that's, I don't know. Well, he was speaking in future tense. That sounds like it included you. So that's, that's huge. Now, exactly. here's a when he was talking about his family, did yes. he say, My family is going to love you? Yes. Or my family would really love you? Because those are two very different. One of them is like, They are going to love you, meaning you are going to meet them. And the other one is like, Well, if the opportunity ever arose, then they would love right. you. you know, I, from the impression I got in the moment, I didn't record. <laughs> I didn't record. Ah, that's so funny. You got to pay attention <laughs> yeah. to these things. I, I, you don't have a transcript? <laughs> you don't have a transcript. conversation. But the vibe I got in the moment I got was, they're going to love you. Like, you, you know, they, my they mom, you know, you. Like, she was like, okay. oh, my mom is like, my mom would be obsessed with you. I don't know. Like, part of me is like, I mean, yes, I hear what you're saying about the difference. But I think, like, either way, the heart behind it was like, including me in that but then at the same time he's obviously not including me in it so maybe i just yeah. need to like change how i listen on dates right right that's fine um, yeah i don't know but hold on there's there is more though guys okay <laughs> because i thought like it just ended there okay everything he did was just very sweet and like thoughtful and like i did go back to his place um and i mean i told him before like where they're like while we were at dinner i was like i'm not you know i'm not I'm not going to sleep with you on our first date, which like no judgment to the ladies who do, but like, I just am clear about that with him. So, I mean, we still like had a great time. I mean, it was amazing. And like, honestly, our chemistry is just like off the wall. Like I could just make out with him for hours. And like, we talked about our next date and like what we we're going to do to each other. I mean, like we made plans, mm. like it was like such a fun, sexy and like awesome time. And like, Honestly, like, I have no idea what happened. I mean, like, when I left in the morning, he kissed me goodbye. He was like, I can't wait to see you again. And, like, I don't, I I just, I'm baffled. I don't know what happened because now I'm just like, what, you know, what did I do? Like, and then I'm like, yeah. Yeah. How many days ago was this? Four days. Four Mm. long days. Yeah, four yeah, long days. I, and I I wish I was, like, not the girl that, like, messaged, but I have messaged him twice. And, like, he hasn't responded to either. Oh, but so that's I'm fair. Just, I mean, after that date that you just described so perfectly, yeah. uh, you, yeah. you were so illustrative that 
it sort of felt like we were on it. Like I'm, I'm kind of experiencing a, an endorphin rush, feeling that same <laughs> giddy feeling that you were feeling in the aftermath because yeah. that sounded yeah. great. Yeah. 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 That's it. Like I, I'm not saying, I mean, while yes, I like, maybe I'm being overly emotional saying like, I see him in my life for a while. I'm not saying anything more than that, but I'm like, after that, I for sure want to go on a, like one more date at least to get, to keep going. And I, I'm just shocked that like, I could be so far off that he didn't even feel like, it, it, like, did he not even feel like that? Like, yeah. so I just feel like I'm kind of crazy. Yeah. Am I, am um, I just nuts or am I lacking yeah. that yeah. much self-awareness yeah. that I was missing something? Yeah. It's so crazy. And I don't, I just don't feel like that happens in the other parts of my life. So I'm like, well, I mean, but obviously I am still single. So like, maybe I'm just really off with this. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we do this? We got to take a break, but when we come back, we'll call Davis and try to get some info from him. Just get the scoop, see what's going on. I, whenever I hear stories like this in the way that you described, there have been one or two occasions where, you know, maybe an ex came back into their life or something. And I knew he was going to say that. Well, and I do. And I've, I've said it before. And I've been wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Can I, can I say something about that, though? Because, like, I, 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 that's what I, one of my other friends said. Maybe it's that. And, like, I don't think it is because he said the last girl he dated is engaged to somebody else. So he's really glad. You know, he doesn't have to, you know, she won't show back up in his life. So, like, I don't, I mean, you know, but also, too, I met him once. Like, maybe, and that's the other thing. I'm like, maybe all of these was lies. So, maybe he does have an ex. I don't know. but You never know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hmm. We'll call Davis when we come back. His second date update continues right here. Stay with us. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I suggest met Davis on Tinder. And after uh, going back and forth, talking back and forth online for a while, they did eventually meet up and had a lovely dinner that lasted about four hours. Uh, She did go back to his place. And while she did not sleep with him, they spent some quality time together where she could make out with him for days, Jeff, for days she could make out with him. She did say that Mm -hmm. she did. That's big. He was talking in future tenses, talking about how you've shown her pictures of his cat and his family and his, oh, my family's going to love you. Mm-hmm. And, and he started talking about some fun things that they would do in the future. Like Hiking in Peru, Jeff. Christmas in Paris. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know what happened. That was four days ago, the last time she saw him. It all ended well. Like right up until that last minute, there was no awkward moment. There was a, the, the kiss goodbye, and it was great. Seeing, can't wait to see you again. What the hell happened? Why would he just disappear like this? We're about to find out. Unless there's anything else you think we need to know, Jess. No, you covered it. I'm just over here sweating. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold on tight. Take a deep breath. Let's do this. We're calling Davis. Hi, is this Davis? Who's this? Hi, Davis. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Like the Jeff and Jen? Yeah. <laughs> the one and only. I mean, I guess. I should be presumptuous. <laughs> uh, you may, Do you know any other Jeff and Jens? Um, wait, why are you calling is the question. Okay. We spoke with your friend Jess, who you met on Tinder and you went out to dinner with recently. You guys hung out? Oh no! Really? <laughs> no. Why? Oh, why would you say we just spent? I don't know. Probably ten minutes 
talking to her on the phone. Gushing. And she sounds delightful. Like, yes. legit, super nice. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, you know, what a nice guy you are and how attentive. And It was a glowing review. It I really was. I want to date you. Well, okay. I mean, look, I'm honestly, um, I'm not that shocked at all. Um, I can totally understand maybe why she called you. Um, <laughs> Did you not make future plans for going out again? I mean, you know, maybe not like Christmas in Paris, although I heard that came up. Yeah, that would be sweet. Or hiking in Peru someday. Yes. But did you not have I mean, tentative I did, plans? You know, I, look, I, I was, have you ever been on a date and it's going really well and you just don't, you know, you, you can imagine, you start to imagine that stuff and and if it feels right you talk about it and it's all very dreamy and you know the heat of the moment and like i was feeling her too i was definitely feeling it um i know she was for sure um i thought she was like really solid like uh maybe um but the reality is when we got back to my apartment you know we were having a nice time and then I went into my bathroom, and I realized, no way can I live with her. Absolutely not. Ever. Why? Well, what she did to my bathroom in, I don't know, a matter of minutes, it was <laughs> uh, it was epic, to say the least, and not in a good way. Like, I took pictures... Um, Okay, why would you take pictures of... Well, let's find out what the mess was. I think you are... Are are you automatically assuming she took a poo? Well, (laughs) kind of, but... Yeah, I don't don't understand why you would... I mean, did did the toilet clog or something or... (laughs) What? Describe the scene. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, well, again, you know, it really looked... Like, I thought I was on an episode of Law & Order for a second, you know. The first thing I noticed was there was water everywhere. Um, I feel like she, you know, gave herself a bath while standing in front of the sink. Commonly referred to, and and I'm not calling her this, but that's also referred to as whore's bath. And, you know, then there were long brown hairs everywhere. And then, to top it all off, a complete bloody mess in the trash can. Oh, like literally Why? blood everywhere i mean aren't women supposed to flush those things or at least wrap it up in toilet paper i just it seemed like someone died okay um it smelled really bad and it just ugh. okay it just it, we, you, we, you, get yeah. the, we get the point <laughs> this is where men like you've never I mean, did you have sisters? Did you share a bathroom with your mother? Is this something that you are just not used to being a part of at all? And that's why it's such a shock to your system. I I mean, I did grow up with a mother and um, we didn't share the same bathroom. And you've never lived like with a girlfriend before or had this kind of thing pop up in the bathroom Uh, before? Not really. Um, No, not like this, at least. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you were just grossed out. It just killed it for you. Totally, totally. It killed the whole thing for me. I mean, it's just really gross. Oh, and I forgot to mention, 
she used my toothbrush without asking to top things off. Well. Uh, you did make out with her all night. Yeah, right? Yeah, so how is that any different? But are you someone who you're very clean and neat and organized and <laughs> your things are your things and everything needs to be a certain Well, place? now, wait because, a minute. I, I mean, well, that is quite an aftermath that he's describing. Well, see, well, that's what I'm wondering. If he is someone who is very, you know, it's all a spectrum, Jeff, you know? <laughs> Clean and dirty is a spectrum, and where you land it on it, a spectrum is very. I mean, it's it's all it's all relative. Like for me, dirty looks a lot different than your dirty. Oh, we know this, right? Because <laughs> I'm looking at her work area. So the the bathroom situation he's describing is that a Jeff dirty or a Jen dirty? Because they're two different things. Good question. Which one's worse, Jeff or Jen's dirty? Oh, I'm dirty. I'm a dirty girl. Yeah, I'm. A, okay, I can cool. tolerate a so lot more mess and clutter and dirt than most everyone I know. That's true. Yeah. Well, let's give Jess an opportunity to respond. Jess, you've been very quiet, understandably. Thank you for allowing Davis to talk. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so many things right now. I like, I don't, I can't, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't believe, well, one, that's like not what happened at all. I'm like, you're making it up. But also I am like, you, you just have never like, well, <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you respond to that. I understand your... But the way you've said it, too, is just... I feel like my... I, like, have, like, a new pair of glasses on. So, like, I'm so grateful for, for you guys asking him because I just feel like I got the behind-the-scenes and, like, it's such an unattractive quality in you. I thought you were someone, like, even, like, one... Good luck living with a woman ever. Um, this no, is gonna I'm going to live with a woman who doesn't make a mess everywhere. Uh, all right, all right. I'm not done talking. Quality. I'm so sorry. But to write somebody off or something like that instead of talking about or having communication after the night, you know, we'd had is just really immature of you too. So good luck with that. And secondly, just the way you spoke, like, so you the whole time you're just sweet talking during dinner. Like, I'm just like an imagine figment of your imagination. So you're going to like dream about the future but like wrap me up in this world like that's just such a cruel way to string me along like i feel like yeah, i wrapped I you up in the world like i wished you had wrapped up that tampon in the oh toilet boy. paper okay all right <laughs> well ladies if you would like to go on a date with davis he is fully available for you after <laughs> i don't even know what to do uh, i so- feel like so, Jess, like, you're you're denying what he's saying, or is was there some was, merit? To- was there a tampon? Yes, there was. And no, Davis, just so you know, for when you own a home one day, you aren't supposed to flush them because they block up your pipes, and then you're going to have to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars to have it fixed. So when you have a woman, or maybe one day, God forbid, you have a daughter, these are things that you'll need to figure out at some point. God I'm forbid. so sorry. I'm God so forbid. sorry that my They're my not my be a mess like you. This is the problem: is how messy you are. It oh was God. so messy. I mean, I had to hold my nose to take the trash out because it was so just everywhere, and I was gagging. Like, oh, right. like I'm gagging over you right now. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Not a match. <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't working out. Clearly, not a match. No, that's no, oh, no. so unfortunate. I don't know. Okay. Well, glad you found out now before you slept together. Yes. Yeah, thank God. All right. Well, Davis, thank you for taking the call. Yeah, wonder what a wonderful call. 
and I wish her nothing but the best. Good luck. So this is what I have option-wise on Tinder, guys. If you wanted to do anything <laughs> to help me out in the future. Hey, you'll, you're going to be just fine. You'll land on your feet, no question. Yep. Uh, thanks for, I feel mortified, but also no longer obsessed with him. So thank you so much for... For that. I don't know. For I don't know. Sure. I mean, my face is bright red. I just don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. Listen, today, we're but. we're very impressed with the fact that you hung in there and you put yourself out there, and we wish you the best of luck. Yep. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take it easy. <laughs> okay. You need a little help with the second date update. Here we are. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is next. <laughs> Hi, Nina. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. Good. Which tells me you're a first-time player. (laughs) Yep, I am. (laughs) All right, but you play along every day in the car, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, you pretty good at it? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Some days depends on that letter, doesn't it? Uh, It does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Have you been trying to call in for a while? I have, yeah. Good. So was it kind of exciting? What's that like after you've been trying and either getting, you know, hung up on or... Or busy signals. When you finally get through and you hear Fritch's voice, what is that moment like? You know, I don't know. It's my, I've got some heart palpitations going on right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> some people them. just hang up. Yeah. Like, they, they try and try and try to get through. And then Fritch finally picks up and they're like, oh, my God, hang up, hang up, hang up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm ready. Don't say yeah. anything. Don't say That's anything. So well, you got this, Nina. It's going to be great. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're uh, So here's the deal. You got a chance to win $1,000 here. If you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter I'm about to reveal. Now, you can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible, Nina, because if you can't think of it like right off the top of your head, mm-hmm. that's okay. Just just say yell out pass and we'll come back to it later. You'll, okay. you'll end up answering more questions that way, I promise. Okay. All right. So the letter I just opened up your envelope and the letter we have for you today is the letter D. As in delicious. Mm -hmm. So we've got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start that timer until Jen has finished asking the first question. That's right. We want to make sure you you get that full 30 seconds. Yep. Make sure you don't repeat your answers. Pass quickly. You got this. So here we go. With the letter D. Name something you do on Ash Wednesday. Drink. A fish. Pass. A side dish. Dressing. Something to drink. Pass. Something red. A desk. An office supply. Drill. A vacation spot. Destin, Florida. A body part. Pass. Something you pick. Dandelions. Something square. Uh, Ooh, dandelions was good. Dandelions was good. Yeah, yeah, you came a up fish. with some good stuff. Dory. Oh, Dory. Yeah. Dory. Oh, you know what? That would have been a good one. I didn't hear what it was. That's why I passed it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to say repeat because I didn't know that was going to lose more gotcha. time. But. Gotcha. That's oh, good smart. for you. Yeah, that was yeah. good thinking. Yeah. You did really well for your first time. Yeah, you did. You sounded These very nuts. calm. These nuts. These oh, yeah. nuts. <laughs> Wait, say what? Stop it. D's nuts. D's nuts. D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs>
<laughs> they just think that's wow. hilarious. They say every time. I've got a story about that. Do you really? <laughs> Hold it up. Oh, I totally want to hear the story. It goes back to the to the John John days with you guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got in, and I remember telling him I, I wanted to say that when they say, who's calling? <laughs> <laughs> and I did. He said, if you ever get back in, make sure you say it. And I did. There you go. He's nuts. He's nuts. <laughs> that, that call came in one day and was like, hey, I really need to talk to Jeff. And yeah. I was like, what about? And he was like, D's nuts. And I was like, oh, for sure. Oh, please. Hey, Jeff, line two is for you. So I go, uh, hi, Q102, who's this? <laughs> and they just lost it. They've been laughing up. about it for years. Hung up. It's yeah. been years. So when you got D, I was really expecting Jeff to be like D's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't say that. <laughs> well, it was so nice to talk to you, Nina. Well, you guys have a good Wednesday, huh? Day. You hey, too. You too. Thank you. Take it easy. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Bye, Nina. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Where did that even come? Where did that start? Where did D's nuts start? Does anybody know the origin of D's nuts? Well, let me type that Maybe into the Snoop computer Dog. here. Was it Snoop? Uh, well, it comes from the root word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first known usage of D's nuts comes from the Chronic 1992 album by Dr. Dre. There you go. There Thank you, you. Look at me. I should. And how was it used in a sentence? <laughs> just just the like you heard track, it, I think. The, the, no, the song is called D's Nuts. Oh, okay. D-E-E-E-E-Z Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> Are you surprised I knew that immediately? A little bit. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, one more reason we need a four-day work week. <sighs> Yeah, it's only Tuesday. We just start getting slap happy. Mm-hmm. You know? Everybody wants a shorter work week. Back to work. Everybody. Work, 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 work. Nobody really wants to work at all. Let's hey. go to work. I need some coffee. The studies show that everyone is lazy. Dealing with a hundred different problems and responsibilities. We'd rather loaf and shop on Amazon, yeah. On an office romance Well, you won't have a chance And though your boss is a jerk You'll have to show up to work Work means stress Yeah Let's get to work Oh, no, 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 no (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.